0: Hey, this is the Reset you've been looking for. <laughs> hey, I've got some new Wi-Fi. I'm going to share that with you, along with some other tech news. Yeah. Stay here. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is Reset. It can be found at reset.fo. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and technology in general. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that has been sitting on my desk for years. Reminds me to be adventurous and have fun, because there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reset. I had this whole intro worked out with uh, Obi-Wan, and these aren't the droids you're you're looking for, move along, you know, with the whole reset thing. So, hey, there's a new reset in town. But that's good, hopefully you are coming Hopefully you have searched for that other reset And you found this reset Because we get the coolest paperclip in town So let's get busy Hey, I'm your host, David McCabe You can find me uh Twitter, McCabeIO And uh, all this good stuff is available at reset.fm See, I even have the domain Take that! Yeah, alright As I alluded to at the top I've got some new Wi-Fi. Now, if you followed me in the past, you know I have a certain affinity towards Wi-Fi and trying everything that is possible, everything that hits the store shelves, whether it's commercial, residential, you name it. I think I've tried it or I've talked to someone who's tried it and I've got some new stuff. So let me refresh you. After bouncing around from Eero to Synology to Orbi long time ago. Long time ago. I've settled on uh, the Unify network. So Ubiquity gear. I'm on Unify. And my gear, let's see, is as follows. I've got several access points, which are not really access points. But they're kind of just, it's it's a mishmash of stuff. So if you're Ubiquity like inclined you're gonna you're gonna be shaking your head at me because i purchased all of this stuff not knowing really what in the heck i was doing right it had been a long time since i've had ubiquity gear back when it only did 2.4 2 gigahertz some of you would rather me say and so right now i've got okay my main device is the unify ap ac pro So that's a ceiling mount. And I currently have it mounted very precariously on top of my entertainment center. And it is very visible. It has a nice red Cat5, Cat5E cable sticking out of it. And I have been instructed many times to make it go away. (laughs) Now I also have uh, Unify Mesh units. So when you say Unify Mesh You can mean one of a couple of things. So I have the access point that is, it's an indoor-outdoor weather-resistant enclosure. It's got the two stick antennas. So a couple of omnidirectional antennas that are easily, uh, you know, moved how you want them. It's uh, the UAPACMUS. It's It's a mesh point. And it comes with its own POE adapter. I think the reason I bought these because they're just cheap, right? They're, you know, you can find them anywhere from like eighty to hundred dollars. It depends on where you buy them. If you buy them on Amazon, they're going to be, you know, anywhere from eighty-five to ninety-nine bucks. But I have gotten them much cheaper on like New Egg, and I got them on uh, New Egg's eBay store. You know, you can get a lot of stuff from Newegg, much cheaper from there. The cool thing about being in Indiana is a lot of this stuff is housed in a warehouse in Indiana, and I get it next day. So you never pay for fast shipping because it just always comes. So it's AC. It's not the most fast, the most blazing throughput of a device. It's just you can just get it anywhere you need to put it. So I have another one. It's the ACM. It's this big flat panel of an access point. It is flooding my brain, my brain cells with uh, Wi-Fi right now because I have it poking out of a window and it is trying to light up all of my Ring outdoor cameras. So that's what I use that for. It's a 3x3, three three, uh, again, P-O-E, and... Let's see. I have just one of those. I have two of. I just call them sticks. Two of the the ones with the omnis, and I have the one uh, ceiling mount AC probe. So Unify Ubiquity has come out with a couple of new things, and the the one I was most interested in was called the UAP Flex HD. Now this little thing, they compare it to one of those skinny coat cans. You know those little tall skinny coat cans. Not the fat American cans like we're used to. Maybe that's what they're trying to, to tell you that, hey, we're now skinny. This is okay to drink our sugar water. But that's what it looks like. It is uh, a real small little uh, radio. It's 2x2 two two Mimo on uh, the 2.4 band, and it's 4x4 four four Mimo, I said that wrong earlier, on the 5 gigahertz band. So it's, it's quite the performer in... Uh, in specs, and it's quite the performer in mounting too. It comes with a desktop mount, a wall mount, a pole mount, and a ceiling mount. So you can put this thing virtually anywhere. If it had one problem, it would be its price and availability. It has been, let's see, I'm going to click the buy it now link, $179. And look, it's going to let me add it to the cart. Uh, Of course, when I was looking to buy they were sold out. I should have just waited a couple of days. But uh, it's Flex H D us uh, 802.11ac. This was going to... I was going to throw this on top of the Entertainment System Center in my living room, hopefully to get myself out of the doghouse with... You see, what I've done... You need some detail, and it's going to be hard to visualize this for you. But so it's a ceiling mount access point, right? So what I've done, I told you this in in a past podcast, but you know those DVD sleeves that you used to buy way back in the day when we burned DVDs and things? So you would grab the plastic sleeve, and you would give it like a quarter turn, counterclockwise to unlock it from the base, you would lift that plastic sleeve off. Now, if you bought like a 200 DVD or CDR pack, that was a tall cylindrical cover, right? So imagine that sitting on top of a couple of very thick books and the ceiling mount access point On top of the cylindrical DVD holder thing. Yes, I know. That sounds weird. I was trying to mimic putting the access point on the ceiling, but really sitting on top of a cabinet. I was trying to get it off of the cabinet so there would be less interference. I know. That's just janky. AF, right? It's real janky. My wife loves it, by the way. I hear about it almost every night that we watch TV. It's sitting up there just mocking everyone, like, look at me. (coughs) So I thought, hey, I'm going to buy this Flex HD. It looks really cool, and it's small. It's a Coke can, right? And it's going to sit up there, and I'll turn the light off so it doesn't glow blue, and they're sold out. It's crap. Okay, so back to the drawing board. Well, the second piece of news is I transferred my cloud key, which I call it cloud key. It is Unify or Ubiquity Gear, Unify Gear, needs something to talk to in order to gather stats, right? And configure. So they give you a piece of software that you can run on a Mac, on Windows, you can run it in Docker on a Synology, you can buy a special piece of hardware called a Cloud Key. I think it's called a Cloud Key. I'm probably butchering that, but they give you all kinds of little devices to do that. The first generation Cloud Key was the ugliest white brick thing with a USB cable sticking out of it, but it worked. You plugged in your Ethernet into it and all of the radios communicate back to the cloud key for certain pieces of information and to offer pieces of information like stats, how well they're doing, who's connected to who and all kinds of cool things. When you do that, you can gather all that information. You can look at your devices. You can see that your child's iPhone is connected to the upstairs access point, and it's late at night, and that means they're probably using the iPhone. Instead, if it was charging downstairs where it should be, it would be connected to the living room access point, right? So little things that you can grab. If you run switches, if you run their gateway security devices, it all connects into the security key. The problem with the first gen that I was talking to you about, the Unify Cloud Key, was if you lost power, sometimes it would just gank up your entire network and and the Cloud Key itself. So they came out with Gen 2, which has a battery backup built into it. But the thing is expensive. One of them's, I mean, the nice one has a hard drive in it and you can save camera footage to it granted via their own cameras which are ungodly expensive as well and it's two, like 200 bucks so these cloud keys are not cheap and the other one i don't remember how much it is it's very small uh, it doesn't fit in your network rack very very well if you want to rack it you have to buy something or create something it, it's kind of a mess so a lot of people just throw it on a windows pc they've got a server and whatnot so that's what i had it on my Windows PC. I kept forgetting to plug it into the UPS. It would get screwed up all the time. This software was just so finicky. It's it's somewhat cantankerous, if that's a if that's a still a word that the kids are using these days. No, Dave. No, we're not. Um, but it would always get messed up. So I ended up having to create a script. So my script would go out to each device and rehome it back to the controller, which is the uh, the the unified network controller cloud key running on the PC. Finally, gave up on that because Windows would reboot and do updates and all kinds of stuff, and I'm like, just forget about that. I put it on a Mac Mini. I had an old Mac Mini laying around. We're not even talking silver one it's white and it's old and it's about you know three feet thick it's one of those mac minis right it's old it's thick it's a beast but i'll tell you this it's been running and it's been running just fine the only problem i had was updating to one of the latest firmwares and two of the devices reconnected back to the network just fine the other three did not they got lost i run my script. It logs into each device and rehomes it, and everything's fine. It's uh, really cool that how that works. And, yep, yeah, that's my network, right? So I've got all of these all around the house, and this is taking place of what used to be, I believe, seven euros. I think I had seven Eros. I had three first gen Eros. I was uh, I wasn't one of the first, but I got like the first shipment, right, when they came out where you had to you know, 9 months prior you had to throw down all your money and uh, and hope that your Eros showed up. So I did that, and then I ended up buying another couple, and then when they came out with a gen 2, I bought one of those, and it was a mess. The network was a mess. It would get confused and it would try to promote one eero that was should not have ever been promoted as the main eero and it, my network is a mess no matter how many times i reset it or rehomed it back it it was a mess and i was like that's it i've had enough of this it needs to grow up more so i went over to uh, that's man that's when i started experimenting hard right there i bought unify I played with uh, the Griffin router and uh, parental control kind of unit, which is good, by the way. And I need to get my review done of that. It's only been nine months. And I played with Synology. I used the Synology router, which has a fantastic um, Wi-Fi router. Uh, Wi-Fi chipset in that thing it it can really blast it out but then I tried to do their little mesh network I bought that and that was a mess and I was like, you know what that's it'm I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retry unify Now unify by ubiquity ui.com it is not for everybody I mean it, it really is not it is not plug and play and it takes some configuring once you get it going it's pretty cool. It works really well, and it allows you to be, you know, I think it allows you to get signal in different areas where you might not be able to with some stuff. I mean, if you look through their store, they've got, like, wall units, like where you have your wall where your Cat5 jack is, right, and it's just a plain jack with cat Five. You can get a wall unit, it's AC wall unit, and it just you d- use power over Ethernet, you plug it into that, and boom, there's an access point on the wall. Now, granted, it's kind of low, it may be uh, you know, deteriorating your family genes, but it's blasting some Wi-Fi, you know, probably where you need it. And there's some more stuff. They've got some more stuff I want to talk to you about. So if you look through all their stuff, it's really cool. People get off on Racking the gear, right? So I, I just, I, it's just not my thing. I can't make things look nice like that. People buy the the two inch, cat five jumpers and jump them from the switch to the patch panel and to the, to the router and the switch, and it's just a mess. I can't do it. All right, I digressed, but I think you know my my setup. This is my setup. It's been working fine. I don't think that I would ever recommend it for anyone that doesn't, is not real techie, is real nerdy. So, having said that, I went out to try to buy this new Coke can of an access point, and it's not available. It's not available. Well, it was available on Amazon. It said ships in, you know, two weeks, and it was $20 more, which that's pretty typical for Unify stuff. Sometimes you have to be careful Uh, where you buy it, and make sure you don't overpay for it. I do like to get my stuff on Newegg. I did not look there. I don't know why. You know what? I got distracted because of the next device that we're going to talk about, which short is called the UDM, the Unified Dream Machine. Now, let's read from their website. The easiest way to introduce... Unify to homes and businesses. So keep that in mind because Unify has their consumer division, which is called Amplify. There's a mesh network called Amplify. It actually works really well. Now they've got something to introduce Unify to homes and businesses. And the reason I'm saying this is man, this is a consumer play. This is a consumer well it's it is as much consumer as unify can get because unify is complicated right but this thing is it is a dream machine it is $300 worth of electronic prowess it has it's got the 802.11ac 4x4 wave 2 access point it has a managed 4-port gigabit switch it has the intrusion detection intrusion prevention engine it has the usg right that it's like the unified security gateway and it's it's like their router it is their router you can hook this thing up and it will do everything it is you know it's a nick your nighthawk i'm not saying it is but it's it's everything in one package it's got the router it's got the access point and it's all from unify it's all from ubiquity it also is the cloud key that's the huge thing it's the cloud key so if you added all of this stuff up if you if you purchased it purchased it separately you would spend way more money way more money buying the cloud key the managed switch The USG that had intrusion detection, intrusion prevention, and an access point. You're talking a lot of stuff to hook up. And this is one little device. It looks like, I don't know, it looks like a little robot. And it's got the little, it's got the Unify ring on the top. uh, That, you know, uh, glows blue when uh, when it's nice and connected and whatnot. It's got it all. An enterprise access point. A USG. A gigabit switch. An integrated cloud key. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's one device. Sorry. I kind of went jobs on you there, didn't I? But it's kind of cool. It supports all kinds of stuff. Five gigabit ports. One is WAN. Four LAN. It supports VLANs. It supports VPN, uh, site-to-site VPN. A couple things it doesn't do it doesn't do power over ethernet so that switch is not a poe switch but you can add other access points to this cloud key right so you have the cloud key you have the the mechanism it, in which to log into to look at all your stats look at all your devices look at all your clients who's connected to what What's the power? you know, are they connected good? Or are they connected bad? It's all integrated. The cloud key is integrated. One thing you cannot do is you cannot join the dream machine to an existing cloud key. So think about my ne- network and what's going on. I have a cloud key running on the Mac. I have all the the access points running in my house. I cannot take the UDM out of its box, set it up, and adopt it. Adopt. That's the key word. I cannot adopt it into my network, into my cloud key. Will not work. It will take, it will adopt my access points that I own. But you cannot add it to a cloud key that's already running. So think of, think about that. This is literally it's like your first unify purchase. I don't think it's designed for me. It's supposed to be the first purchase of unify gear. And then if you need some extra coverage, you buy an extra access point here or there. Now, speaking of extra access points. This one's going to blow your mind. $129. A beacon. And I know if you followed Wi-Fi at all, anything over the last couple of years, beacon, you can already imagine, oh, that's those little things that you put on the outside of your network. You know, when you need Wi-Fi into this bathroom that's down the hall that never gets signal, beacons, that's what it is. You extend Wi-Fi coverage with this thing. It has this big, bulbousy, white covering, and it has the US plug on the back, the power plug, the ground plug, and the two prongs. You just plug it into a plug. You are going to cover the other plug. Don't even complain about that, but it's a 802.11ac Wave 2 4x4 MIMO. It's got all the juice. And it's just going to mesh right into the the nearest mesh point and then it's going to extend that Wi Fi. That's pretty cool. $129. That is that is not bad. Works with unify access points or the dream machine. So literally four hundred and twenty nine dollars. Get a dream machine and a beacon. You might be set. Okay, so when I went to the Unify store, they didn't have the little Coke can, the uh, Unify Flex HD. I click over, see the Dream Machine. Hmm. Maybe I should try the Dream Machine. Okay, I bought the Dream Machine. It's not supposed to be here until Tuesday. That is next Tuesday. I'm recording this November the 15th. So, whenever Tuesday is, it's Friday right now. So next Tuesday. That's when I'm recording. Dream Machine's going to be here. I hope. Um, it's going to be, this is going to be a mess. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. It's going to be a mess. So, Dream Machine, this is not something I want to put in my basement. That's where my router is right now in my basement because I don't need signal. In my basement. Well, I I do, but not, not there. I mean, how many of you guys, gals, everybody listening, have a router sitting out like on the coffee table? Right? I don't. It's in my basement. It's in a storage area, where the coax comes in, where the water systems are, where the heating ducts and the heaters are all that mess down there. thats no place for a Wi-Fi access point. But yet, that's where the coax comes in. So that's where the cable modem is. So what I have to do is jump the cable modem. And I hate using the little joining thingies, coax barrels. I've got to jump the coax up to the main floor, one floor up. Bring the cable modem up with me. Bring the UDM plug it all in and get it working. Now I'm going to have to I'm going to have to tear down my unify network as it is today. I literally have to I don't know, what do you call it? unadopt. I have to boot the access points off the network. I'm literally going to take down my network. I'm going to boot them all off and turn them off. And then place the dream machine into a spot where it is socially acceptable at my residence by the boss. I'm going to turn the blue ring off, not to draw attention to it. You ever get that? What's that? What's that new thing over there in the corner, Dave? Like, that's nothing, baby. That's been there for months. I mean, we've we've had that for a long time since yesterday. It's been there. I mean, that has been running, and man, is it important. And it didn't cost that much. How many times? How many times do we have to go through that? I I've done it a lot. What's this? What's this on the Amazon bill? Uh, I get that one a lot. So I'm going to tear down my network, throw in the UDM. You know what I'm going to do though? I'm going to put the UDM in see how well it does just in my house just see how it does see if I can just I know I can't run just on it I mean I've got stuff outside I got to get to got those ring cameras I got to get to and I've got ring doorbells on the edge I mean way on the edge of my network I've had to literally what I've done with those Um, mesh points, especially those little smaller ones is I've, and this is some of the beauty of Unify is I can go into that device. Let's just go into it. Now I've got my network running and I can go to the gear where the config is and I can go into network and actually, um, where is it? Manage devices. Radios, sorry. It's, I can go into radios and I can tell it the transmit power. I can mess with the gain. I can mess with the 2 gig. I can mess with the 5 gig. And I can also, inside this configuration, I can tell it what SSIDs or wireless LANs to transmit. That is pretty cool. So, what I've got is I have it transmitting, I don't even know what I've got it transmitting right now, I'm trying to figure it out, but I had a doorbell giving me fits, and I just put one of these on the edge and had it broadcast only the 2.4 gigahertz channel, and the doorbell just jumped on it and was happy as a clam just just happy go lucky we're here i turn off guest i don't need to be broadcasting guest way out there to those you know edges to the ring doorbells don't need to do that and sometimes you don't even need to broadcast your five gigahertz out there i do i've got my five gigahertz channels blaring out there because you never know when you're mowing you know you get some sweet warm Wi-Fi out there on the mower, but it's it's nice that you can do that. It's 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 pretty darn handy. It actually saved my ring. I one of my doorbells just did not want to connect, so that's going to be interesting for me to revisit that. And it's probably good for me to tear this down and to build this back up. I I say that now. I'm. I don't know if I'm really. Looking forward to that. I've got my regular SSID. I call it that, but the wireless network. I've got my 2.4, which I separate out to broadcast out only certain access points. And I've got my guest. And it's, qualifi- it's, it's actual guest network. I don't have it going into like a guest welcome page. But I can turn that on or off if I so desire. Now, one thing I've never had is I've never had the Unify security gateway, the USG. It's a firewall. It's just a powerful firewall. Very popular in like creating VLANs where people would use these for uh, small businesses and VLAN, like accounting VLAN, you know, whoever else, you know, the, the big wigs or something. Uh, it's got, QoS. So pretty cool stuff. I I can't wait to get that going. And when you when you have a USG and you click in on your dashboard of your Cloud Key, it shows you and it fills out all of this information from, you know, your switches, to your access points, to your router. You get all this glorious info and graphs and dots and lines and circles. It's just, it's the coolest thing ever. It really is. Like, it's like geek porn, right? It's like, I don't know, that stuff on Reddit where you power washer porn, you know, things like that. Abandoned porn. It, it's cool. It's cool to have all your graphs and circles filled in, you know. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm I owe you information, right? We're gonna have to follow up on this. I know that was that was a long segment. Did it have to be that long? I probably not. But I geek out on this stuff. I'm closing all my tabs. We are not going to talk about it anymore. No more. Look, I, I literally I just closed all my tabs. So I've got one more piece of gear inbound. And it was supposed to be here yesterday. It is currently quarantined in Alaska. How did this happen? Well, if you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted that, isn't it amazing how my thing that I ordered is in Shenzhen, China today, this morning, and will be at my doorstep tomorrow by 10.30 a.m.? I tweeted that out. And my goodness, if that wasn't the biggest... Jinx! I mean, you're talking... You might as well have put that on Sports Illustrated. You might as well have put that on Madden 2K because it just totally jinxed me. My package flew out of China and for whatever reason, they stopped for gas in Anchorage. Anchorage, Alaska is where they wanted to fill up. And that's where it stayed. So this was... Mon. I don't know when this was. It was like Monday or something. Tuesday, Wednesday. <coughs> it's there. Something with customs and DJI is not doing well, and everybody is wondering on the Reddit's and the DJI forums if you know this is something with the U.S.-China relations the trade ban, the tariffs, and all this kind of crap. Yeah, I have purchased a drone, as has many, many other people. I'm not alone. It's not just my drone that's stuck in Anchorage, Alaska. It's a lot of drones stuck in Anchorage, Alaska. A lot of drones are stuck in Memphis. They got a the lucky flight from Shenzhen, China, to Memphis, Tennessee, couple of them made it through. I saw a fella from Missouri got his DJI Mavic Spark fly kit. What? It's Mavic Mini. I'm sorry. So yes, I have sold I'm I've reduced I'm reducing my fleet. I've sold the Spark. It was called Sparky. I miss Sparky. Because I haven't had anything to fly lately. I have sold the Pentium. Pentium <laughs> the Phantom 4 Pro. I have sold the Phantom 4 Pro. I actually made a little money on that one. So I'm even in drones. I am dead even in drones right now. But I don't have one. I bought the Mavic Mini. It's this little bitty 249 gram drone. Which means you still have to fly it nicely. You just don't have to register it. You don't have to get a number. You don't have to tell the gov that you have a drone. I'm pretty sure they already know you got a drone. but So does China, by the way. But you don't have to register it and pay whatever it is to do. You don't have to get your Part 107. That's not what it's about. It's just about the size you still have to fly in nice. You can't fly over, you know, a stadium full of people. You still have to remain line of sight. You can't fly at night. You gotta, you gotta do all the drone rolls. But I just bought it because at the at this time it it's a lens upgrade from Spark to Mavic Mini. It's a lens upgrade. It goes from 1080p to 2.7k. The biggest thing is it's a gimbal upgrade. The gimbal is what holds the camera and moves. When you move the drone, it keeps everything steady. It's a three-axis gimbal, whereas the Spark was a two-axis gimbal. So you had to compose your shots differently. It took longer to compose and get your shots with the Spark. So number three is it has longer flight time than the Spark. Which makes a difference because you gotta, you know, compose your shots. And I had a lot of batteries for the Spark. I had a lot of batteries, and it it takes nice pictures if you if you take your time and compose it and get all the settings right, and then bring it back and then uh, you know doctor it up in Lightroom and all that kind of good stuff. You can actually get some good footage. You can get some good shots out of the Spark, and I'm hoping the the Mavic Mini will be just as good. Little bitty thing fits in your pocket. So I'm excited to get it. I'm excited to fly it. I will let you know how that goes. What else do we got? Maybe I should just end it there. We should just call it good. Move along. Move along, Little Doggy. I owe a couple of reviews. I owe a Synology review. And if you've been following me, I've probably said this a lot. I got a Synology review going, and I've got the Griffin router i don't want to i don't know if i should call it a router because it's it's like a family access point router box it is the review that has gone on for six some odd months and actually it's really good it's a really good router it just costs a whole lot of daggone money um they've got some new gear coming and i can't wait to uh get my hands on that and probably see these guys at ces ces 2020 is in january and i'm booked i'm Signed up. I'm approved. I got my barcode. I've got my badge. I've got my hotel stay. Just starting to make some plans. If you're going to be out at CES, let me know. Hey, you can uh, you can DM me on the Twitters <clears> at <throat> Io. You can always come by the Reset Forums out there at the old homeservershow.com. I appreciate uh, everybody that still supports me out on Patreon. If you would like to help for some of the hosting here, Feel free. I would love to have you out on Patreon.com. And you can do that, patreon.com slash David McCabe. Don't forget the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash David McCabe. Always like people watching the vids and uh, and participating out there in the comments. And hey, we'll see you uh, we'll see you next week, guys. We got we got more things to do. So we're gonna start throwing these throwing these old reset podcasts out there for you. And you're gonna get You're probably going to be tired of me. You're going to be like, Dave, stop publishing so much. Stop it. Because I'm trying to get the surface geeks back in the saddle. And that's where I'm going to leave you. I'm not even going to say it again. We're going to leave you with that. See you next week. This has been Reset. It can be found at Reset.fm or over on YouTube at YouTube.com slash David McCabe. Follow on Twitter at McCabe.io. And you can discuss this episode and more on Reset Forums resetforums.com Intro and outro music is by Daryl Lee. Find it at soundcloud.com Daryl Lee Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E Music Support of this podcast can be done at Patreon patreon.com slash David McCabe There's also some shopping links at resetforums.com if you want to use those. If you have a chance please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for your support. I'll see you next week on Reset.